you've been in this line of work as long as I have, you learn to depend on certain rules. Rule number one, don't trust anyone. Hey, hey, can you, can you see me? Who are you, Marines? Rule number two, someone gets in between you and your mission, pink slip them. Don't. What are you doing? Taking away their leverage. You can't kill a senator. Why not? I didn't vote for him. And rule number three. Never, ever, stick your beak where it doesn't belong. Whoops. Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 244. One is the loneliest number. This is the show about the Xbox and uh, all the news, all the games, and everything else we want to talk about, uh, even stuff not including the Xbox. My name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and with me today, I've got two of my bestest buddies ever. Number one in the far corner is Mark. Hey, everybody. What's up? Also known as Wingman709. And in the other corner... We got my good buddy Brian. Yes, BJ Swig thirty three. That's right. That's right. How's it Welcome going? Fantastic, Brian. You're, you're excited. I'm so excited. Did you pre-order us all Xbox ones for Christmas? Yes. Thank Don't you. ask me how I got your credit card number. Oh, <laughs> nice. Thank you for your generous <laughs> gift to me. All like. right. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no problem, guys. <laughs> Very good. So, uh, any of you guys got some stuff you want to talk about before we get on with the show? Did you buy any appliances or anything lately? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Uh, nope, not here. Very good, very good. Let's just, so, let's just get into it. I'm ready, yeah. to, I'm ready to rant at people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're, we're holding Mark back right now. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, just relax. Take a deep breath. Ready? <gasps> Uh, oh, you might want to get that checked out, by the way. <laughs> think happy thoughts. Book an appointment next this week. <laughs> All right, Mark. So, uh, what you been playing? Oh, I've been. Oh, gosh, the ever horrible, getting worse as I go. Assassin's Creed Three. Um, I, I just, I'm trying to play it. I'm, you know, I'm close to being done with the campaign, but that game just ticks me off to no end. I just truly hate it. I, I'm not going to get on board for Assassin's Creed 4. Um, these games, in my opinion, they've just, I, I like the first one, got frustrated over the controls, really enjoyed the second one. And then after that, they really seemed to go downhill. Um, Brotherhood was okay, and then was it Revelations or, I, I just, Really thought that was just kind of garbage. Um, and then this one just, you know, I don't know. I, I know people out there screaming at me because they love it, but, I, and that's cool. I just, this thing is annoying me. I can't, it's just the game just bugs me. Um, so I think I'm done with this one. I'm going to try to finish it, but I just can't see myself playing it much more after I do complete the darn thing. I, right now I'm skipping every cutscene, so I have no idea what the game's about. I just don't even care to sit and listen to it. Um, oh. I did play some Poker Night 2, uh, which is fun. I enjoy that. That's That makes me laugh. <laughs> that game is was done very well. So, But that's all I have played this week. So how about you, Rob? I've been playing Bingo Blitz. <laughs> Other than oh. that, that's about it. 
How about I, you, Brian? I'm worried, Rob. That's like three weeks in a row. I say, right? I glad, I'm glad to see that I, I go for a little bit, and, and it's like every time I come back, nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that we, Xbox we One, I just it. bought him for Christmas. I'm like, we're going to – the first week he gets it. So what you play, Rob? Uh, I played some – I used it to watch I played TV. some Android games and uh, – Words with friends. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, well, you didn't play any Xbox One games? Oh, actually, it's still in the box. <laughs> still in the shrink wrap. It's crap. propping up. It's propping the door open. Yes, very good. <laughs> what about you, Bron? Well, uh, I popped in Halo 4. Um, I Actually, I was playing Battlefield 3, because uh, I have to play Battlefield 3. Um, it's like a requirement. I was playing it, and I was talking to Armistice Jr., or JR. I, I always just call him Armistice. Um, he was talking about his Halo 4 51-0 match that he recorded and put up on his file share. So I popped in Halo 4 for a little bit, messed around with it in there, and uh, actually watched his video. So if anybody wants to see a 51-0 spanking, you can go uh, find his yeah, – I think you might have to friend him first, but you know, find his stuff and watch it. It's pretty good. But that's really the only two games. I'm trying to think if I did any trials or demos. I don't think so. So I think that's it. Alrighty. Well, let's jump into our topics then. So I'm ready to go. Alright. Do it to well, Should we, should we, should we like have our big like discussion or just go into topics and let it come up. I don't know if it'll actually, all the stuff will come up. <laughs> should we just rant now? I think we should just do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Then hit our topic. Well, I, I think you're ready. You're I'm ready. ready. <laughs> you're you're going you're gonna to blast the gates open. So, yeah, let's. Okay, I'm, I'm going to start us off then because here's my deal. I, I, I don't get all the negativity that is being thrown at Microsoft and the Xbox One. I, I mean, Sony came out in what February, March, did a two-hour-long um, reveal. Um, they and, and it looks in my eyes that they basically stated everything in that two hours. They did. They showed everything except the actual box, which you know who gives a crap. But I still think it's stupid that you do this reveal and then you don't actually reveal it. Um, that's kind of stupid. But nobody cared that Sony didn't show the box. Nobody cared that Sony didn't talk about used games. Nobody cared that you know X, Y, and Z. It's like Sony has their thing, not giving away everything, and they're like, oh, it's the greatest thing, you know, we love Sony, we bow at the knee, we're not worthy. And then Microsoft comes out, and in ahead of time said, we've got so much stuff to reveal that we're going to have to split it up between this one-hour presentation two weeks prior to E3, and then we're going to do the rest of it at E3. And they said E3 is all about the games. So they have this reveal, which I thought was fantastic, and it's been nothing but complaints and whining and griping and words I can't use right now because we're trying to stay uh, everyone rated. And... I'm floored, and I'm actually now at this point, I'm kind of ticked off at people. I'm really annoyed at people because I'm like, 
you know, all the stuff that's like, well, they didn't tell me, they didn't show me eight bazillion games, so Microsoft sucks. Uh, they said they weren't going to show games, okay? Pay attention, people. Um, Microsoft sucks because they said I can't buy used games. Uh, that's not what they said. Well, they didn't explain it to me clearly so I could understand. Hello? This is a presentation. This is a conference. This is not a Q&A session. This was, here's some stuff we're presenting. We're going to show you some cool stuff, and we're going to show you more cool stuff in two weeks. This was never in a presentation did they come in. Sony didn't come in and go, okay, okay, guys, we know you had all these questions ahead of time, so we're going to skip our presentation and just answer this one question that the world seems to want to know about. You know, it's like, why does everybody think that Microsoft has to explain the online, you know, this has to be it. They have to talk about used games and online always. That's it. I don't want to know anything else. And if they come out and said just that, and everybody would be complaining. Well, I didn't get to see the console. I didn't get to see the controller. I didn't get to see any games. I mean, it's ridiculous, people. I'm like, I'm like, ugh. And then on top of it, in our Facebook group, and it's just like exploded over the last week. Now I got all these people who used to play Xbox who are no longer playing. All of a sudden they're active in the community. Well, PCs are great and PCs are wonderful and PCs are backward compatible and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this isn't a freaking PC. <laughs> it's a console, you know? And why do you need to have, why would you want to buy an Xbox One to play Xbox 360 games? Oh, well, I live in a Cracker Jack box, and I can only have one console hooked up to my TV. Well, that's your problem, you know? Get a bigger house, you know? Deal with it. Buy a friggin' box that allows you to switch inputs. I don't have enough inputs. Guess what? I don't either. If I want to play my PlayStation 3, I have to unplug either my DirecTV or my Xbox. I deal with it. I don't blame Sony. Yeah, (laughs) just a little tip. You can go to Walmart and buy an HDMI switcher for 25 bucks. There's your well, solution. But I didn't have to buy it, Rob. Microsoft can give it to me for free because I'm a big whiny baby. Dude, I, I, I was today, I was like typing in our group, freaking PC people go away. This is an Xbox group. I mean, I had this all typed out, like just freaking leave. You don't like the Xbox. You're a PC guy. You don't play the darn thing. We know you're an ex- uh, PC guy. Then just go join a PC group, and so you guys can sit there and play with each other's joysticks and talk about how wonderful the PC is. Okay, great. You don't have to buy it. No one's making you buy an Xbox One. Get over it. You know, there's there's things that are are good about PCs. I get it. You can upgrade them. You can you can buy the greatest and late. You can always stay upgrade if you got tons of cash. There's a beautiful greatness about a console. I mean. I, I, I don't have a, uh, think about my console sitting here that plays Gears of War 3 that looks amazing. Battlefield 3 looks amazing. Assassin's Creed 3 looks good, okay? It's a great looking game. All these games that have come out where that look amazing, they're playing on a machine that's 512 mega RAM, okay? You can't get that type of quality on a PC running 512 mega RAM. You'll be lucky to get the OS to boot. Unless you're in Windows XP, and guess what? You got nothing left, hardly. So you know this whole this whole thing about oh, the PC is the best thing. In the-. Great, I'm glad you think that way. You know, I think they're good for what they're good for. I think consoles are good things too. We we can we can like them all, but it's like just freaking get over yourselves already, people. 
You know? Yeah, P- PCs, uh, the one, I don't, I don't want to argue for or against PCs. Of course, game, all games, in my opinion, are going to look better on a PC. But PCs are also three to five times more expensive than a console. Exactly. And, 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 and well, the thing is, I, I'm building, and I'm getting ready to build a PC. I'm getting ready to build one, and I'm going to be spending over a thousand dollars. You know, and, and, and to me, that's a budget PC. Absolutely. And, you, you, know, know, you, you know, that's buying, that's buying two monitors, you know, that's buying dual monitors, cause I'm a programmer, that, that's the other thing is, I'm doing this for programming as well. So, I'm doing, running two dual, I'm running dual 24 inch monitors, is what my plans are. I'm gonna have 8 to 16 gigs of RAM. I'm gonna have a decent graphics card. You know, couple terabytes hard drive. A lot of people say buy this SSD stuff, you know, SSD drive. I am not buying a 250 gig SSD drive for three times the expense of a two terabyte drive just because it's faster for a couple seconds. I mean, I'm not, I'm not crazy like that. But yeah, all that stuff there totals up to a lot and, you know, it's just that that's a huge difference between PCs and stuff. So, like, if yeah, if you want to ask me what's better, a PC or a, or a 360, I mean, I guess if you're talking about just overall graphics and playing games, I would say a PC is better. There is no answer. There is no you know, answer. To everybody it. that's comparing these PCs, they're comparing a recent PC to what a seven, eight year old console. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Compare yeah. an eight year old console. I mean, to an eight-year-old PC, and we'll see what right. you get. Because, right. I mean, those eight-year-old PCs, they can't run nothing. Well, they, and I was talking to Wing earlier. The Xbox One is basically like a two-year-old PC. But the thing is... is see, you're, I, don't, you're, I don't agree with that. Well, it, you're, it, you're, say, your, your thing to me was, well, it's got DDR3 on it, you know, and that's old. So? But the, the chip, all the chip and the way that... See, one thing I thought was really cool, someone in our Facebook group posted, they said, I know a lot of people don't like Major Nelson, but if you listen to, he had a, a clip of, it was about a 45-minute long architecture discussion after that conference, where all these guys that were part of building that, he had this this live panel discussion with them, and it was fantastic, and they're talking about, Different things about the way they designed the chip, the way things are um, built to get speed and to gain all these different things that you don't get. This is a specially designed built chipset. You know, so it's in and there was another article, and I don't remember it was somebody, I want to say it was someone from EA who said that the PlayStation 4 and the, and the Xbox One exceed are better than the top tiered or high-end PCs to date because of the architecture and the stuff that's built in them. It's it's more than, and a lot of the PC guys are like, well, it only runs at 1.6 gigahertz, blah, 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 blah. You can't, it's, you don't need, clock speed went out the door a long time ago, many years years ago. ago. I mean, it used to be, ooh, well, it's up to a gigahertz, ooh, it's 1.2, it's 1.4, I gotta get it. I mean, We've hit this point. At this point, if they kept going, we'd be at like eight, nine, ten gigahertz processors. We're not there because that's not it anymore. The technology cores. Changed. We're yeah, talking cores. Yeah, this is, is a big is an number eight now. Core. This yeah. is an eight core chip. So there's there's a lot more to it than just a lot of these guys going. Well, this is great because I can run at two gigahertz and the Xbox only one point six. Ha ha ha. You don't get it. You got one core. I got eight. 
you know. Yeah. I can pump a heck of a lot more crap through this thing than you can, you know. Yeah. And guess what? It only cost me 500 bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it goes back to, like, you know, the, P, the PC stuff. It, PCs just do more than games. If you build a couple thousand dollar PC just for gaming, you have lost your mind. You know, and I'm a huge, I'm a tech guy, right? Well, not like I wouldn't say I'm super tech. Rob's more techy than I am when it comes to hardware and stuff. But like, I would never buy a two thousand dollar or build a two thousand dollar machine just for gaming. Yeah, me neither. Well, because, because here's my thing: because I can go buy a one hundred and ninety nine dollar console that plays the same game at comparable graphics. Exactly. Comparable. 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 Even right. if the PC is better, it's 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 negligible. I mean, it's not like wow, that's like look at that. that, that if it made the Xbox 360 look like Atari 2600, that's all. Yeah, if it looks, then I'd be like, the, okay, so. damn, dude, I'm on PC, baby, all the way, woo. But when you when I'm looking at it and going, um, yeah, uh, okay, that one palm tree moved a little more realistic. But I yeah. ran past it as I was shooting someone, so guess what? I didn't look at the damn tree anyways. Yeah. You know? Well, see, or, ooh, look at that lighting. I, I don't yeah. care. I was looking at the dude I was shooting, you know? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that goes to, like, the whole thing when they were showing all the stuff for the Call of Duty at that conference. And I'm just like, of course they look. it looks better. You know, of course the face looks better. And they started showing, like, ar- the arms and the hair on the arms and the cuts on the fingers and, and stuff like that. And the whole time I'm thinking, I was like... Dude, I have no idea what the hands look like in, in Battlefield 3, and I have almost 300 hours, you know, between 250 and 300 hours in that game. I have no idea what my hands look like in that game, because I am always staring down the crosshairs. <laughs> it's like, I have I have no idea, no, no clue whatsoever. But if you want to say, you know, obviously when you're showing them side by side, oh, wow, it, it does look better, and it should. It should look better. I'm glad they did uh, it side by side because when I first saw it, I was like, this doesn't really look any different. Look, and exactly. then when they showed it, I was like, oh, wow, okay. yeah, that is different. <laughs> and, and that's true. And that's and that's the whole thing about when we, way back, when we were talking about these consoles, you know, what do you want in the next console? And we said, well, you know, graphics, I mean, how much better can you get? Well, of course, obviously, we just, we saw that, you you, you know, that they can get a little bit better. But it still boils down to me. It boils down to the extras, and and I was like extras in Xbox Live. And if you really want to think about it, I mean nobody can sit back and say that the stuff they did show in the conference wasn't cool. You know, it, the TV stuff is neat. The fast switching is my fa- you know out of all the stuff, the f- uh, the fast switching is my favorite because to me that says I'm playing a game, I can fast switch, and it's going to stop my game right where I'm at. And I can pick up right where I left off. And I think they might have actually came out and said that's true. I'm not sure they, yet. They, they've said too, and that's another thing. Um, there's been a hit, you know, and uh, Brian, you said it earlier in our pre, pre-show discussion about that they didn't. They, this the show was not for the hardcore, but yes, there was hardcore stuff in there, and things like you be able to save your game anywhere. It, it's we don't have that right now. And this new yep. console is going to allow you to save your game anywhere. It just and when you fast switch, it's going to automatically be saved. Yeah, uh, a, few, a few games allowed you to do that, but they were all like um, 
Uh, yeah, there's but, not a lot. Yeah, I, I guess open roll games. But when it says save games anywhere, I really think it means like just Call Duty. Turn it off. You don't have to go to a checkpoint. You know, yeah. if you just turn it off, it's gonna it's, that's you're gonna resume right where you left off. Yeah, and, and I think a new term needs to be made for it because I don't think it's save anywhere. I think it's literally just like it's solid state. So it's just turn off your console. It's always saved. Well, you're not never it's a constant console off either. Oh yeah, constant save, but is what I mean. But you, you know, you're, you're saying a pre our pre discussion discussion, and and where these people are getting frustrated, and I, and I kind of said, well, this conference, everybody who was watching it, is you know, you, okay, Microsoft comes out and says we're going to announce the new Xbox, and we're going to do it, at, and I'm I'm going by Eastern Standard Time, we're going to do it at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So the only people that I know of that were interested in watching this were were all gamers. You know, my dad and my mom and my brother, you know, and, and a couple of my cousins that don't play games, they were not tuning in to to watch this. My my kids weren't, you know, able to get out of school to watch this conference or you know, like but they're still gamers as well. It, it's everybody we took extra lunch time, scheduled a meeting room Set up a big screen, t- you know, big screen thing. Hooked a computer to it. Went to Xbox.com and started watching this conference. We were all gamers, and where I think the uproar comes in, and all the uproar is from all gamers. And obviously, the people that complain the most are always the ones with negative stuff to say. That's where all the negativity is coming from. But they come out and they announce this conf- this thing, and the whole target audience was not for the people that were watching the conference. And I think that's where the big mistake was that Microsoft made. And that's where I think everybody, and this, I think everybody, and I think everybody is, if you want my honest opinion, sit back, wait till after E3, find out what both companies are going to do, and then you can start complaining and making up your stuff because you should at that point in time know 90% of everything you need to know that that console is going to do. And, and one extra thing that I said at work, I said Sony came out at prime time, I think it was 9 o'clock my time, announced their their thing. They went through a lot of stuff, and basically you left that conference, you left that video watching it. The only thing you really didn't know was price, date, and what it looked like. You know, that's that's what you didn't know as a gamer when you watched, when you watched Sony's. Mm-hmm. And then when you came out of Microsoft's, the only thing you really knew was what it looked like <laughs> and that it was going to hook up to a TV, you know, that it was going to hook up to your cable box. And and that you're going to have a, you know, like some of the other I I know I'm leaving out some stuff that we did find out. Yeah. But to yeah. me, to me, to me like like you even says like, "Hey, Sony came out and just kind of seemed like they threw everything out." So what did they have? Oh, their what? Yeah, exactly. What what do they have for E3? I mean, that's the thing. Just they have a lot of game. I mean, they're going to have a lot of the same stuff as far right. as showing games. Um, uh, to me, they're going to show their console. They're going to announce a price and they're going to give you a date. And Microsoft's going to come out. They're going to show you a bunch of games. They're going to talk about the gaming side of the console. Right. They're going to give the price and they're going to give the date. That that's what we have left. And and once we leave that conference, or you know, once E3 is over. With both companies, we are going to know everything we need to know to make an informed decision 
on which way you want to go, if you're going to jump ship or you want to stay with Xbox and things like that. Like, if you ask me right now, Brun, you have to make a decision. If my wife came to me and said, I will let you buy one console, you have to tell me what it is right now, I'm going to say Xbox. And the whole reason why is because I've been Xbox for the last t- you know eight years or however long, and that's just where I'm comfortable. And that's nothing against Sony, and I like some of the stuff Sony's doing. But it's just it's that it's that little hidden thing like I really don't know what Microsoft's still going to do. You know, they could come out and all these people that are hating on Xbox and stuff right there could be eating their entire eating every word they've said come E3. And you just don't know. That's why I'm kind of keeping my decisions and stuff until after after E3. And 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 um Ryan McAfee, or McAfee? Am I saying that right? Ryan McCaffrey. I think it's McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Okay, thank you. He had a good point on their podcast. He said, people only remember the real current stuff. Like the our internet, the way the internet and stuff and Twitter has trained us is you read a tweet, and once five tweets come across you and you're reading those, you forget the, other, the tweet you read ten minutes ago. <laughs> so come E3... Or, you know, even come the Xbox conference, a lot of people forgot about what Sony was doing. Because Sony was even trying to plug stuff in before the conference to try to make themselves relevant again. Mm-hmm. It, you know, doing that little demo of what the conf- uh, what the console's going to look like. And then Xbox came out, and people's going to talk about Xbox. Negative press or positive press, I'll tell you what, Microsoft does not care. Because it's press, if you ask me. And then E3's going to come along. And at that point in time... They're not even going to remember the TV stuff unless Microsoft comes out and basically redoes the first, you know, the first hours a redo of the last conference. Which I don't but, expect. Uh, no, me either. But I, it, it's just it's just that thing of like a lot of these people, or, or even myself included, the things I'm saying that were negative. Like I think you know I kind of felt left out of the conference. I'm probably not going to feel that way after E3. And am I going to go back and say, you know what, E3, you know, E3, they showed a lot of stuff I really liked. But, man, I really felt left out of the first conference, so I think I'm going to go with Sony. You know, it's like, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to weigh my decision based on all the facts that I have. So, And, and I understand your frustration with it because here I am, I'm trying to be open-minded and non-biased at, at the stuff that I'm reading and seeing. When it's just like everything else I see, it's just like, you know, you have the Sony fanboys who are saying, we told you so. And then you have the Microsoft fanboys saying, you know, Xbox doesn't love us anymore. Or Microsoft doesn't love us anymore. And I'm just like, you know, hold your horses a little bit, people. Just relax a couple more weeks and we'll find out how true or wrong that is. So, and and it's just, you know, the, the only thing... Let me say my one one big disappointment is I feel like almost kind of the way Sony uh, when the PS3 came out and Sony and I've said this before Sony comes out and says oh people will get a second job to buy our com- console like we're number one you know we have these fans they are loyal we don't have to prove to them anything they'll just go buy it because we tell them to. You know, and they took their people for granted. And I really don't want Microsoft to take their their core gamers 
for granted. And I think that's a lot of the stuff that I think they're getting out of that conference is a lot of those people feel like they've been taken for granted. It's just like, hey, we announced all this stuff. Here's the new console. And by the way, we'll give you your stuff later. I, I think that's kind of ticked some people off. I think that's where some of the stuff's coming from. But that you know? makes no sense because every year prior to 2013, uh-huh. everything's announced at E3. You don't have these pre-events or reveals. Everybody waits till E3, and that's when it is. So the fact that we got to see it ahead of time, we got to see, regardless of the amount of information they gave, you know, Sony could have only, they, they had the ability to just do one hour. Why they did a two-hour thing, I'm really surprised. I was shocked how long that was. Um, but how long did they get at E3? Do you know? I think Microsoft they... normally does an hour and a half, and I would say Sony's about the same. Okay. So, but the thing is, you know, so we got a glimpse. We got something like we normally don't get, and people are complaining about it. You know, and I'm going to say, well, it's not good enough. Well, they could have just waited and made you wait another two two weeks to E3, and then, oh, guess what? Then there's not enough time. And the thing about, like, these E3 and stuff is every time there is one of those, you never get everything in those press conferences. They never have enough time to fit everything in. So it's like you see it, and you're like, hey, that's cool, I like this, and then whole the rest of the week. You're getting stories where all the news people that are there are going in and talking to them, getting more stuff, more information on things that they didn't have time to talk about or show you. So now they've taken, they basically added an hour to the show and Mm -hmm. said, here's some stuff that is not gaming related specifically and that frees up E3 to be all about the games. So I expect in the E3 press conference, we're going to get the game DVR. We're going to see it in action. We're going to find out about, you know, the, the friends list and possible some stuff we're going to talk about here today. Um, yeah. There, you know, some of the stuff that's rumored now that's coming up. Uh, we're going to, and I still don't expect, e, I still don't expect Microsoft to come out at E3 and go, okay, it's the start of our presentation, but first, let's explain news games. You know, let's explain always online because it's a presentation. They will address those things after that presentation. So here's another thing. Come that Sunday night when they're done, the Internet's going to bow up again. Well, they didn't tell me about used games and always online, and I don't get it. Microsoft sucks because they're trying to present you, here's what this thing does. We're going to address the stupid questions later. Okay? Yeah. And we'll and, get to yeah, it. That's, and, and here's – got I got to get this in too because yeah. – yeah. Um, I cracked up. So one of our users posted uh, recently um, a uh, the reveal for the Xbox 360. Posted the video of it, and in the reveal, the very first thing when they, it, 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 they showed it, the lady pulled it out of her messenger bag and set it on the thing, and then this big video screen come up and shows the Xbox silver ball, you know, and then yeah. right after that, it started showing like a lot of taglines. The very first one said, always connected. Whoa, everybody's complaining about it, but it's already been built into the console we already have. It was the first thing. Why was no one complaining way back in, what was it, 2005? About, it's always online, oh my goodness. And today in 2013, when everything we do is online, everybody's making a big friggin' deal about it? It's so stupid. Your phone is always online. 
Yeah. You know, your iPads are always online. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Your 360, if you're plugged in and you're on Xbox Live, guess what? You're online. Yeah. It's always Does online it... except when you power it off. But I like the fact that I can t- turn it off, if you will, go to bed and the game's gonna, thing's gonna go, oh, guess what? There's an update to your game. I'm gonna apply it in the middle of the night so I never see a title update screen. I never see a console update. Beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. There are so many power states in the Xbox One. I forget how many total there are. But the people that, that kind of crack me up, they're like, oh, you have to have the Kinect plugged in. And they're like, oh, I'll just plug mine in and point it at the wall. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Do that if that's what you have to do. And, and, and a lot of people, it, it cracks me up on how afraid they are that since it's listening to you, that somebody can come in and turn on the camera and do this and do that. And I'm like, seriously, people, you guys are the ones that spill out and take pictures of your entire life and tweet it on exactly. Twitter. Exactly. And on Facebook. And and I know there's security on those and, and stuff like that. That's fine. But oh, there's going to be security. There's no security well, on Facebook. Well, oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> but, but, like, there's going to be security tied around this stuff. Like, only your friends can see your camera and do this and do that. I mean, and it's just like they're freaking out about something, like you said, that you've been doing for years, you just don't realize it. And I, I'm not understand. I, I don't. I don't follow that. That complaint too too much about like how that's like that. Because to me, I'm just like the, I. I want mine always online, and like I could not picture anybody who's playing or or <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard to sit there and try to wrap your mind around somebody who's complaining on the internet. <laughs> that their console is going to have to be plugged in to the internet. I, I just, I don't get it. And I understand the bandwidth issues that a lot of people are talking about. But you're already playing 360. You're already doing it. So it's, it's like, it's, I don't know, it's weird to me. And, and maybe that's just because I'm one of the lucky ones that have broadband and I don't have caps or anything like that to have to worry about. But it's it's like I don't want my console to always be on, but are always online. When this whole online thing, like, do we have it in there about the used games stuff? Because in, in the conference, after the conference, if people didn't go to the internet and actually start reading, like what the um, gaming community, like IGN and and those guys were actually posting, Microsoft met with those people like right after the conference and started answering tons and tons of questions that were scattered between gaming-related and TV-related. And if you didn't read those, then you only got like 2% of what was told on that day. You know, because they, they've discussed the used game stuff. They just didn't discuss it on the conference. So And they haven't discussed, they haven't completely revealed everything. But that's no. planned for... They got reasons why. I mean, it's going to come up in E3, so it's yeah. it's just the used game problem. thing. I, we we were talking about it in our pre-podcast show. Is that one of our? Yes, used games will be mentioned. Yes, we got an article because oh, I think that's so cool. I think it's really neat. I think that's a huge step forward, in my opinion. But what about you, Rob? <laughs> you going to jump Rob, in on any of that? I can talk now. Did he, did he leave? <laughs> <laughs> mute Rob, mute. <laughs> no, 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 no. He just doesn't care. He's like, I'm buying it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, all, all this stuff's silly. I, I've been 
you know, hearing all the talk and reading all the stories. I mean, I, I read a couple lines and I'm like, next. I, I'm really not even interested in hearing people bitch about it because it it's basically bitching about nothing because we don't know the full story. Anything that anybody says is just, you know, jumping at the gun on stuff. And, you know, even the stuff about the used games, we don't know the full story yet. And people are all up in arms. Like, there's this... One guy I know he posted like all these like posts over and over, and him and his friends on the, on the on Facebook, and I mean the guy was swearing, and it's just like, are, are you serious, really? I, I mean, th- is this affecting your life like that badly, where you're just like, it's like spinning out of control, and it's like you know I, I'm just not interested in this stuff, you know this. This reveal was a reveal. That's all it is. They had an hour. They had an hour to show some of the cool things that are coming out. That was its main intent and purpose. And I think they did it. And I think they gave the gamers a little bit of something with EA and the Call of Duty and stuff like that, which I didn't think they were going to do. I I really didn't think they were going to have much of anything game-wise. And it's cool that they did it. And, you know, beyond that, you know, like you were saying, Wing, you know, they're going to give us a little bit of information and the details come out afterwards. You know, they're not going to sit there and lecture for five, six hours and spill all the details. They're not. Because, you know, even like Brunt says, only gamers and, you know, people that are interested in it, they're the only ones that watch this. Because I talked to some people at work. Nobody even knew anything about it. You know, it's like, oh, new Xbox? Okay, yeah, that's nice. All right. Cool. And you know, it, it just, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And, you know, I, I look at it and I kind of laugh. And, you know, when it comes down, down to the time where they actually give us concrete information, then we can discuss it. But the thing is, you know, it's like all the people that are complaining about it, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. So why bother? You know what I'm saying? I hear you clucking. Yeah, it's yeah. like the used the used game business. It's like, all right, that's the way it is. <laughs> like it or not, you can bitch about it for the next seven, eight, nine, ten years, but that's the way it is, you know. Yeah, and it's like you're gonna begrudgingly give them your money anyway. So, it's like one of the guys on YouTube, he got a bunch of hits about his yeah. rant mm-hmm. or whatever. I watched it, and I mean, he's said a couple interesting things but as he's yelling and screaming and stuff all i could think of is this guy is this that acting. fat guy is no. this the guy that just freaks out over everything no that oh, he's, okay. he makes it he makes that stuff up now he oh, had yeah. one hit and now he just makes up no this is i don't know who this guy was but he he had all, he was ranting about it and he's just like he he was taking the side of i'm a gamer and this is what you gave me you know type of thing but all the whole time, well, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, like, he sounds like a 12-year-old playing Call of Duty right now. It's like, that's all I could think of. It's like, all these people complaining, they all sound why, like... Why do they got to be playing the, Call of Duty? Why, what about tw- a 12-year-old playing Battlefield? They play it, Bron. I know you don't want to admit it. Trust me when I say this. <laughs> It reminds me of a kid, a 12-year-old playing Call of Duty. There's more 12-year-olds playing Call of Duty than Battlefield. I, hey, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> but you know, any any Halo, you can pick any game. 
I picked Call of Duty because I knew you would say that. Um, but that's what everybody reminds me of. It's like a bunch of cackling 12-year-olds on Xbox Live. And it's just like, relax. You know, it's, you know, when it boils down to it, you're going to ask your mom and dad to buy you whatever console you want them to buy you, and that's the one you'll get. And nine times out of ten, if it's an Xbox, it's going to be an Xbox One. So, but, all right. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, I feel better. Feel better? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. And, and I don't, you know, I, I want to say I don't mind people getting on and talking about different consoles or different platforms. It's just, I think, I've just been so tired of everybody just being so negative on stuff they don't have any answers to. And then the whole PC thing just, you know, um, you know, just added to it. And it's just like, come on, people. Let's, let's look at it for what it is. It was a good show. I went into it. I was worried. You know, I sat down. It's like, oh man, I'm really kind of nervous because I really love my Xbox. And, you know, where's this going to go? Am I going to want to buy one? Do I not want to buy one? And, and the thing is, is the people, you know, well, they didn't address the gamers. Well, guess what? The people that were tuning in to watch it, sh- there's no way they missed the whole point of EA or Microsoft saying we're going to have EA's, E3 is going to be all about the games. Because if you're that tuned into it and you're that, you know, there's, yeah, like Rob said, I spoke to gamers that didn't even know about it. So the people that knew about it are the ones that are really tuned in and they can't sit there and say, well, I didn't hear Microsoft say they weren't showing games. You know, they, they did. It's just, it's just people didn't get what they wanted. They didn't get a two hour. Sony did a great press conference. It went way too long. I got bored with it. But had Microsoft given me two hours, I probably would have been awesome with it. Yes, I agree. I, there, they left me like, uh, you mentioned game DVR. Dude, talk about it, please. How could you not talk about the game DVR? Dude, I'm dying to know how that works. You know? Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do with these 300,000 servers? You're going from 15,000 to 300,000. You know, what is that all going to be for? I mean, you know, they, they left a tremendous amount of questions, but that's the, that's the thing. Microsoft, you walked away from the Microsoft going, well, I want to know more. I left the PlayStation 4 going, the only thing I need to know is, well, what's it look like and when's it come out and what's it going to cost? Because you showed me everything else. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't, or if you didn't, I can't imagine what you have left to show because you showed me so much, you know. So I'm now I'm still excited. The excitement to see E3 and the Microsoft press conference is there. To see the Sony press conference, what's the point? I already watched it, two hours of it in May <laughs> or March. So... You know, I think it was it was good, and if they got the TV stuff, because there was a lot of TV stuff, they got it out of the way, then we don't have to see it again at E3. Because also, don't forget, E3 is not going to be all about the Xbox One. They're planning a lot of that 360 stuff as well. And and we got a story, I think it's in our thing, um, that they're going to, yeah, it is, that Rob's got it. Um, they're going to be supporting that thing for a while, so... And they've even said they've got stuff planned to announce at E3 about the 360. So you've got two platforms you need to support and, and promote at one event. So they took an extra hour and gave us a little bit of info. Thank goodness we may not have to watch TV crap, at, even though I thought it was cool. But we don't. If I, hopefully we don't see any of that at E3. And let's dedicate it to about the games, man. And then I think it'll be. I think they're going to leave E3 on a very positive note. And again, 
all you people listening, don't freak out when you don't get the answers you want after that press conference is over at E3. Pay attention to IGN and Joystick and or whoever else you listen to. Those, I think, are probably the two main ones. Those are the two I like to, to look at. I trust them the most for their news. Um, watch them. Pay attention to their sites for the following days because they're going to get answers to those questions. And you should have, you should know everything by the time you leave, by the time E3 is over. And if we don't, they're probably not going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. So, and, but, and can everybody should stay passionate about it. You know, be passionate about your hobby and the Xbox and, you know, and, and the fans of this show and listen to this show. Be pa- We're not saying don't be passionate about how you feel or what you feel like. We're just, I think in my opinion, I'm saying be passionate, but be educated. Have all the facts. Don't jump the gun. You know, I've jumped the gun right. more than probably anybody else. <laughs> okay? Yep. I've jumped it more than anybody else. But... I'm trying to change that, you know, personally. And, and my own thing is I, I like to read everything. I like to wait. I'm going to wait it out. And I, But I'll tell you what, after E3, my passionate part of me is going to come out. And then you'll really find out what I feel like. <laughs> you know, but until then, I'm not going to go say Microsoft sucks or whatever. I, you know, I can say that I was disappointed in the conference because I had different expectations. But that's me. What, what else am I going to do? I can't call Microsoft and tell them to change it. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So, stay passionate about it. Yeah. And, and stay thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> stay thirsty, stay my thirsty, friends. my friend. Yeah, very good. <laughs> stay passionate. I better unplug before I Robotron. I don't <laughs> always play video games, but when I do, I prefer Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> there, we're getting sued now. So... All right. Well, anyways, yeah, I'm passionate, obviously, and that's that's where all this stems from—the passion for the games. And I, I, you know, I'm curious. I'm still going to watch the the Sony press conference, and I'll probably even watch the Nintendo one, maybe for a few minutes. Um, I usually don't watch theirs just because I have no interest in it, but I might just to see what they're going to talk about because it's like I kind of want to know what are they going to do when they're just getting wiped. The, the Sony and Microsoft are going to wipe the floor with them. I, I kind of might want to see you know what Reggie's going to get out there and please come play our console. Oh, you talk about passionate. You talk about passionate diehard fans. And talk about people that should be upset. I mean. I would be, and I'm not a Nintendo fan, but I don't want to see them fail. You know, I don't want to see them go away, but the mistakes they are making right now, is, they're horrendous. And I mean, what they're doing is just, I, I have no, which, I, the only direct, the only thing I'm trying to figure out that they're trying to do is bankrupt the company, <laughs> and that's, and that's it. Now I'm talking about these people, and the people that are so diehard, stating that it's still the best thing since sliced bread, those people are delusional. You know, to me, I thought the Wii U was kind of cool. You know, the Wii was cool. Wii U is kind of cool. But it, it's like, it, for people that make a console and say games, oh, we're going to make games for it, and they're still not out, that, that's crazy. You're, you're th- There you're taking advantage of your fans, in my opinion. You know, and, and the whole time it's like all they have to say is, oh, we're going to have a Mario game, we're going to have a Zelda game, and everybody just is like, oh, i got to buy it on day one. And then they go buy it, and it sits, you know, 
in their house not being used for months and months and months. My gosh. Yeah, Rob. I can't. I, you know what? I'm, I'm almost more interested to find out what Nintendo is going to do. Because to me, I think it's, I don't think it's a crazy idea that they're going to come out and announce another console. <laughs> yeah, to, in my, you know, if you think about it, because the one they have now, ooh, wow. It is not selling very well at all. Oh, no. no. It's so far behind. It, it's, wow. It's crazy. Sorry. No, that's no, no, we're good. We're good. All right. We should probably move on to our topics. We got a huge list, but, uh, thanks guys for your comments and, you know, keep, keep talking in the Facebook group. All I ask is that you keep on topic. Let's discuss the things we do know about. Let's, you know, we can say whether we like or dislike what we do know about, but if it's something we haven't heard or they haven't commented on, let's not speculate. Let's just leave that for conversation here in uh, another week and a half or, you know, two weeks, whatever we're at. So, yeah. you know, we'll just save it for after E3. So we got a lot to talk about then. So. All right. So some news, some stuff we might see at E3 is uh, something from Rare. So Rare was acquired. Everybody knows who Rare is, right? They the were Avatar acquired. guys. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. They were uh, acquired by Microsoft in 2002. Um, but they are supposed to have a show a historic franchise on Xbox One at E3. So this would be probably one of those 15-game exclusives that they're talking about. So, you know... Microsoft renewed the trademark for Killer Instinct, and, and Rare also made like Perfect Dark and Ban- Banjo Kazooie. But um, a lot uh, of Nintendo games, right? Yeah, I, I think these were. I think originally they made a lot of Nintendo yeah. games. So yeah, well, Rare, <laughs> yeah, Rare was independent, and they made a lot of Nintendo stuff. I do believe, but when Microsoft picked them up, you know, they made um, Viva Pinata. Oh yeah, well. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pinatas making love. Yeah. But Phil Spencer said, fans of Rare and Rare IP, I think, will be pleased with what we're going to show at E3. So, it's interesting. It, it, that's one company that hasn't really developed a game that, you know, like you said, they're doing Avatar stuff. You know, the outfits and avatars and all that stuff. So, it is interesting what they're doing. I'm hoping... I have to say this because I think it would be funny. I hope they're not doing a Perfect Dark launch title for the Xbox One. Perfect Dark One. <laughs> they did Perfect Dark Zero. Oh It'd my be Perfect gosh. Dark One. <laughs> I just I, I think it's funny, you know, because Perfect Dark Zero was a 360 launch title, right? Exactly. So this could be Perfect Dark One launch title. Yeah. <laughs> Ranger Kazooie, I think. Calling would be it now. Of... Calling it now. Yeah. But... <laughs> So for all the rare fans, be uh, be ready to go on that. So next, okay. all right. So there's a, a game called Rice R Y S E or maybe Rice 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 Rice. So this was a game that was announced some time ago. Uh, it's a Roman a Roman uh, combat game which was revealed a couple of years back, and I believe this was in the original, um, like, Kinect yep. footage, uh-huh. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So what it had was, it had this guy who was playing the game, and, you know, he was basically like, holding a shield, and he was, 
you know, using a sword in his hand. And I mean, it looked pretty cool. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, if you really carry, you know, just definitely look this up online or look at the old footage. But it's something that uh, looks pretty cool. And this game is going to be an Xbox One exclusive when it comes out now. So, uh, you know, instead of playing your Zumba games or whatever, you can probably do Rise instead because it looks like it's going to be quite a workout if you've got to actually stand in your room and kick things and swing your arms around, you know, knock over lamps and who knows what. But the animations on it look pretty sweet, and, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, hopefully it'll be out uh, in the next year. Next. Cool. Well, I know we talked about in the, in our community show this last week, I think we mentioned that, um, I think we mentioned it, that cross-platform is not happening. Uh, you will not be able to play your Xbox 360 games, your Xbox Live Arcade games, or your Xbox Live Indie games that you purchase on your 360. You will not be able to play them on your Xbox One. Excuse me. However, anything that you have purchased um, from Xbox Music or um, Xbox Music, or I'm sorry, I said that, Xbox Video or Xbox Music, such as music, movies, and television, all of those will transfer over, and of course you will be able to watch those. So if you bought a movie, you know, a DVD movie, if you will, digital version on your Xbox 360, you can still watch that. Uh, you will still own that on the Xbox One, if you will. So those, of course, are just videos and music. They're not tied into the hardware, the programming of the hardware and the platform. So, so just to let you all know that those will be transferred. Cool. So in the uh, Microsoft conference, they brought out EA. And EA came out and talked about sports, 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 television, sports, sports. <laughs> um, so they showed the franchises that they're going to bring to Xbox One, which was UFC, FIFA 14, Madden 25, NBA Live 14. I'll believe that one when yeah. I see it. <laughs> um but they left out a couple big ones in my mind, which are the two EA sports games that I typically play, which is NCAA and NHL 14. What about Tiger Woods? Uh, yeah, but it's a it's a early spring release, oh. I believe. So I'm thinking of ones that are coming up around uh, fall time. Um, and it comes, they came out and said that they're not making NHL 14 for the Xbox One now. It comes out early September, typically, and actually I believe the release date on this is September 10th for North America, September 13th for Europe, NHL 14. Um, so, which makes me think, well, it's going to be done, released, and out before the Xbox One comes along. So they're going to take a full, you know, development cycle or whatever and just come out with Xbox 15 on the Xbox One. Um, doesn't bother me because based on this release schedule... I don't know if they're going to delay Madden 25 or if it's going to be actually a launch title. Because Madden comes out like a couple weeks later, I believe. So, you know, cause that, could that be an idea, give you an idea, maybe when the Xbox is going to release? Could it be October when it comes out? Because, you know, 
I, I imagine they're gonna they're gonna release Madden 25 and and these games for the 360, obviously because of the install base. But is it going to be one of those things where they release Madden 25 on the 360 and then make you wait two more months to buy it on the Xbox One or or, or what? I'm not for sure, but all I do know is that NHL 14 is not coming to the Xbox One, so you have to wait till 15, which is sad because they're doing the vote for the cover. So if you guys go search for NHL 14, vote for the cover. Go out and vote for uh, the goaltender for the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's in the final four. I think actually by now I think they should have the uh, um, the final two. And if he's in there, everybody go out and vote for him because I think it would be really cool to have a Blue Jacket on front of the uh, the cover for NHL 14. But that's all. All right. So Grand Theft Auto V is going to be coming out pretty soon. Going to be released on September 17th, and Rockstar has announced a couple of uh, versions of the game for your pre-order goodness. Uh, there's two editions that are uh, going to be basically, you know, digging deep into your wallet. The first is a special edition, and the second is a collector's edition. So the special edition is $79.99 and includes the game itself, an art book, a blueprint map, in-game special ability boost for the playable characters, stunt plane trials, bonus outfits, and additional weapons. For nearly double that, at $150, uh, you're going to get the collector's edition, which includes everything that I just already listed, uh, plus a security deposit bag, and logo keycap, uh, classic characters for GTA Online, and uh, what they title as unique vehicles and garage property. All the pre-orders will also be uh, receiving an atomic blimp in the game, so you can, I guess, I don't know, try to run people over with a blimp, maybe? I don't know, whatever. And, uh, again, look for this on September 17th. And if you're interested in those, go ahead and pre-order. That is all. All right. You guys know who Techland is? Absolutely not. Techland. Why don't you tell us? Oh, come on. Dead Island, man. Of course. They're going to keep the zombie games going in a game Never called <laughs> Dying Land. Oh, I love Dead Island. And Techland, Dead Island isn't that the show on Tech TV? No. But they got a game, another zombie game coming out called Dying Light. This will be a first-person action game coming to the Xbox One and 360 in 2014. Um, this is this game is going to have realistic day and night cycles as well as the agility uh, for parkour skills. So this kind of kind of think back to Mirror's Edge for those that like that game. It sounds like you're going to have that type of ability in this game. Um, they're saying that the day to time is pitched as a preparation phase in which you scavenge uh, an urban wasteland for supplies and craft weapons to def- defend off your undead walkers. And the night requires a stealthier approach as well. So the game is going to appear largely based on upgradable melee weapons. Uh, so that sounds like um, Dead Island with bone breaking blows triggering an X-ray visual effect. Uh, zombies can also be pushed into spiked walls with a jump kick to the chest. Oh, yeah! This sounds, this sounds cool, man. I'm going to be all over this. 
Um, the frequency of fighting drops once knights arrive, and faster, more powerful creatures will emerge. Um, so that that's kind of cool. They're going to mix up the uh, type of infected that you're seeing based on whether it's a day or a night. Um, when the monsters of the night do give chase, you can quickly flip 180 degrees to show their proximity, even while you dash and vault in the opposite direction. Uh, movement certainly appears to be more fluid than Dead Island, so that will be that'll be kind of cool. But I love the Dead Island series, and I think uh, you know I'm really looking forward to Dying Light. So it'll be kind of cool. Add a little bit more parkour, if you will, um, into the the game. It should be a lot of fun. So we'll keep you updated on when we get more on that. Cool. So did you guys uh, play? Need the latest Need for Speed Most Wanted? Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, I played it. I like it. About you, Rob? 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 No. Ah, uh, Rob. Should I ask? If it was a phone game, he would play it. <laughs> That's right. Um, That's right. <laughs> well, Need for Speed Rivals, which... Have you guys seen there's a trailer released not too long ago for Need for Speed Rivals? Nope. Nope. Uh-huh. All right. Well, it is coming to Xbox One and PS4 later this year, which so uh, this may be another game that we'll see at E3. Um, but PC and current-gen consoles will be releasing November 19th. So no release date on Xbox One and PS4, but November 19th for uh, current-gen consoles, and a PC version is also in the works. Um, this is going to be powered by Frostbite 3, and that is on both the new and current so Frostbite 3 will be coming there. And basically that's all I have. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here about the game itself, but I'm going to kind of leave that uh, leave that for now and so we can move on. But another another game, Criterion, is, is in there, and Ghost Games will be teaming up together to make that. So should be pretty cool. If you like Most Wanted, you'll probably like this. One thing that uh, is on a lot of people's mind now that the new consoles are being announced is how long is the current console going to last them? You know, are they going to have a year or two or or whatever? Well, you know, we don't quite know the answer to that yet. However, Electronic Arts has uh, given us a little bit of information, at least on what their plans are. The CFO of EA, Blake uh, Jorgensen, uh, made an announcement of, this past week in New York, stating that EA is going to continue to release games on the current consoles. So that would be, you know, our beloved Xbox 360 and the PS3, of course. Um, that's not that the PS3 is beloved, but and the, the PS3, if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, they're going to continue to release games until at least 2017. So we're looking at another, you know, three and a half, four years at least before uh, they probably stop uh, releasing titles for it. And I imagine that a lot of these titles are probably going to be available on both systems. In other words, the Xbox One and the 360. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens over the next, uh, you know, amount of time, years or whatever, to see if this actually plays out like they're saying. But at least we know we've got a little bit of time before you might want to start thinking about getting the Xbox One for sure, if you're going to be holding out. And that's it. Mark? Me already? You. Yep. We talked about this on our show on Tuesday, 
And, uh, but I gotta bring it up again, cause I'm so excited! I, the game that I'm just waiting to see at E3 is Crackdown 3, baby! Mmm. Crackdown 3. Now, if you watched the, um, the presentation from Microsoft, you know, all this stuff, everything they say is completely scripted, okay? And none of these guys are coming out just talking off the cuff, if you haven't figured that out. This is all laid out. Someone's written it out. Someone's been, it's been through the legal approval process a bazillion times. Same with the screenshots that you see in the background, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> all right, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to have some, some interaction. I can't believe they're reading from a teleprompter. I thought that was all ad hoc. <laughs> Who's the first guy that came out at the conference? Is it there? Um, Don Matrick. Is that who that is? What's he the head of? Uh, you're gonna ask me that. Is it is it just is it just the Game, Xbox division? I think it's the Xbox division or, the, or okay. Microsoft Entertainment division. Anytime I see him come out on stage, it, I just cringe because he is a horrible presenter. <laughs> He's the president of Interactive Entertainment and Business. Oh, uh, he is horrendous. He's okay. Oh, no. He's, okay, I, I will give you, he was better this time than he's been before in the past. But as soon as he walked out, I looked at the people sitting next to me, because like I said, we're in a meeting room. I looked, I said, I bet you guys will not be able to tell he's reading from a teleprompter. And as soon as they started, they're all going, oh, my gosh. I mean, it was, it's bad. But, okay, sorry for interrupting. Anyways... On one of the screens, while you, I think his name was Yusuf Mehdi, he was doing the whole switching and the, yeah, the know, second TV, guy. the second guy. So uh, they had the they had the home screen up, and on the bottom left hand corner was a image of a agility orb. So now you could say, well, yeah, but that you know it's could be cracked on one or two. However. These games are not backward compatible. <laughs> so why would we there be an image for Crackdown on the screen if Crackdown is not going to be playable on that platform? Good point. Mm, not, could well, just be a, could just be a placeholder. It could just be someone throwing in a Microsoft property image. You know, it could be. Because Halo is in there as well. Halo is there. Um, I can't. I can't tell what else is here. That's Forza 5 is the second from next to the orb. I don't know what's in the blue. I don't know either. But, you know, the stuff that they put in there, you know, they make sure that you know, they're very careful about what they show. So the fact that there's a Crackdown orb over there makes me think, and a lot of people think that we could see Crackdown 3 mentioned or revealed at E3. What would have been really cool is if it was a blue orb. Because that's the hidden orbs, so then it would have been a hidden secret. Ooh. Ooh. Ding. <laughs> yes. Wom, wom, wom. <laughs> Actually, let me, uh, what I should have done, man, why wasn't I thinking of this? I should have prefaced my story properly, but I didn't. Oh. <sighs> I have that orb sound on my phone somewhere. If I could ever get my button to work on this stupid iPhone. <laughs> yes, I still have that same problem, Bron. Ah, I fixed mine. It's, it's my text tone. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so, there we go. We may hear more of this on Xbox One. All right. <laughs> Hopefully that comes through okay. Just holding yeah, it up to the microphone. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. But all right. So, you did you guys recall Microsoft and Motorola going at it for a patent violation <laughs> uh, from like 2010? Say so that was a while back, wasn't it? Yes. Oh my gosh, these things are getting outrageous, aren't they? Um, well, the uh, International Trade Commission, the ITC, has decided not to review the decision made last March by the administrative law judge presiding over Motorola's patent infringement case against Microsoft, uh, thereby validating the judge judge's findings, which were more which were in favor of Microsoft and closing the case. Thank you very much. So, the initial uh, battle here, or scuffle, uh, first was, okay, started in 2010 when uh, Motorola claimed that Microsoft had infringed upon five of Motorola's mobility patents. Uh, four patents were dropped from the case during the course of the proceedings, and the last remaining patent covering peer-to-peer communications between wireless devices. So, excuse me, had a cough. Um, so, this whole thing, if you remember, this is when uh, they wanted to stop the Xbox from being sold or imported into the United States. That's what this whole thing was. They wanted to ban the Xbox in the U.S. How that has to deal with peer-to-peer communication between wireless devices, I, I guess that would be what, the controller and maybe the... And maybe the uh, wireless could, could be or something. Well, it could be the controller connecting to the device or all the de- because they're now using what Wi-Fi Direct on the new one. Like yeah. our current consoles won't, our current controllers, I guess, won't work. Won't work. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and so people, and that could be a very good thing. You know, people complaining. Well, why can't I use this old controller? Microsoft sucks. They're making me buy new ones. Maybe they don't have a choice. <laughs> You know, maybe they have to because of this whole possible patent infringement thing. Or even the question, they had to go to a new technology, maybe. Yeah, but that whole, you know, battle between the two is is finally over in favor of Microsoft. So they can continue to sell the Xbox. That's good news. Yes. And why is that good news, Rob? What? Why is that good news? Why is what good news? Oh, my gosh. I wasn't paying attention. I'm doing work stuff, guys. I gave you the perfect segue. Perfect segue. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Ron, I'm glad you're you're doing this interview here. I might have to make (laughs) a replacement here soon. Interview. Uh, (laughs) Interview. I'm interviewing interviewing for a position uh, as the third chair on this Xbox Live podcast. Possibly the second chair. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We might have to fire someone around here. (laughs) Yeah, the last person that got fired was just too debating for red (laughs) M&Ms. I don't know why. After I said that, I was like, no, stupid, you should have said orange. Right? Because Ohio State, right? Or, you know, what is they? They are red, right? Yeah, they're red. Oh, okay, good. Then I got it right. <laughs> yeah, we had scarlet and gray M&Ms as a party favor for my wedding. They had our names on it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Were they extra tasty? Yes, they were delicious. Fantastic. So. 
Okay, so. All right. Anyways, so, <laughs> just go ahead with your story, Rob. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> so the Xbox has been around for quite some time, at least the Xbox 360 has, since it launched uh, on November 22nd, 2005. And the original Xbox, it made a hasty exit, if you guys recall. And as soon as the 360 came out, boom, the old one was discontinued and gone, and then, you know, little heard of ever since. Well, you know, what's going to happen with the current Xbox, the Xbox 360, when the Xbox One comes out? Well, Yusuf Mehdi, uh, which is uh, the guy that was on the reveal, the second guy doing the, the snap and stuff, uh, he basically said that their goal is to have the Xbox 360 reach a goal of 100 million uh, units which I think they're, what, around 70-something, 75 million right now. And, you know, so it looks like they've got a way to go to reach their goal, and I'm really kind of curious on if they can do it. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking they probably can't, but you never know. And they're looking to do this over the next five years, Um he says that by hitting new price points, getting new classes of entertainments to come to the Xbox, and breaking into new customer segments, that is how they will plan to do it. And, you know, we'll, we'll see if this happens. You know, I, I really believe that the Xbox 360 can, you know, stay around. You know, it'll stick around for a couple years. You know, after maybe like two years, I really don't know how relevant it's going to be anymore. Um, you know, when the PS3 came out, the PS2, wasn't that, like, almost still outselling the PS3 for quite some time? Well, yeah, because what the PS2 was 150 bucks and the PS3 was 600 <laughs> Yeah, 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 it was crazy. And this is, I remember when we were reading the NPDs, you know, for quite some time after the PS3, you know, being out, I mean, you know, the PS2 was there, like, e Okay, Folks, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to turn out, but uh, we've all had some major issues right now. Um, we don't know what caused it, but my machine actually crashed. I don't know. We Everybody else got kicked out of the Skype call or dropped, and my machine crashed hard, and <laughs> I got dropped, yeah, kicked hard. I must have said something bad, but um, it's kind of funny that we're now experiencing Skype issues tonight as we're recording, and um, my next story just happens to be about Skype on the Xbox One, and rumor has it that Microsoft's Xbox One console will feature remote play through Skype, supposedly allowing someone to remotely take over gameplay on the local console directly from a Skype call. Either player may break the remote play session at any time. Supposedly, this feature is in testing phase right now, though Polygon's sources note that certain details are still up in the air, like how long that individual can remotely play, or whether they need to own the same game or not. Uh, during the Xbox reveal event, Microsoft unveiled group Skype calls using the Xbox One's improved Connect sensor. So, um, But that's just a rumor. Um, we know that the PlayStation has a remote play, so maybe we're going to get it through uh, the power of Skype. Yeah, I'm not looking too thrilled for that <laughs> since they can't even get the uh, phone, you know, three people in a group call. Since we keep getting dropped off that, how bad is it going to be when everybody and their brother is playing, doing remote play? Yeah, but, true. Yay. Yeah. So. All right. I just wonder, since Skype and you can do group calls and Skype calls, 
on Xbox One. Are we going to end up doing our podcasts on Xbox One? Probably can. That might be interesting. That'd actually be kind of cool because then think about it. Group calls, we could have our community calls where everybody would be on their Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know, using their headsets and stuff. And wonder how many people they could do it at once. I don't know. It'd be interesting. It'd be neat because we could play while we did it. Ooh, even better. That might make for a boring podcast though, because you know we'd be like we'd be like Rob, huh? I wasn't listening. I was I was playing Crash Rob. Course Two. <laughs> no, I was playing Dash funny. for Destruction. So I don't know. Right. Well. Guess what happened during Rob, the whole... Rob, Rob just dropped off again. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, That's guess what, what happened. happened. Yeah, guess what happened during the whole used game discussion type stuff. Your um, favorite company and mine, GameStop, their stock dropped. <laughs> understandably so. Yes. Uh, so, 19% uh, says... Their trade, uh, trading the week went down 19% uh, for continuing investor concerns over Xbox One's used game market solution. So Microsoft sent out the following statement a half hour before trading closed and said, The ability to trade in and resell games is important to gamers and to Xbox. Xbox One is designed to support the trade in and resell of games. Reports about our policies for trade-in and resell are inaccurate and incomplete. We will discuss or disclose more information in the near future. So, and it gives a couple numbers what it dropped down to or whatever. But I'm curious if this is – because the stuff that I read about the whole trade-in policy thing, and I kind of alluded to it earlier in the in the podcast, I think it's really cool. And I don't know if this is saying that that's false or – if this is something else, saying something else is untrue, you know, it's not true as far as a trade-in. But what I heard was, you go, you buy a game, and Microsoft Stores basically has your Xbox Live Gamer tag stored in the cloud somewhere. And when you put in a game and you install it and put in the code or whatever, um, Basically, like like DRM, like PC code, it links it to your gamer card, and that is your game. So that's and the installs it, and that's kind of where your games. That's how you tie your game to your gamer card. Now, when you want to sell back your game, you take that game in, and the system that's in the cloud, the other company like GameStop and, and anybody that does use games has access to this cloud or somehow is going to interact with this this um, data and the game you buy back they're going to then clear off of your gamer card and then when the Xbox syncs back up like the always on which is like once 24 hours it's kind of the rumors we're hearing it will then prevent you from being able to play um, that game that you have installed on your on your Xbox one and Mark you even heard something like it may uninstall it automatically for you but I did not hear about that. So to me, I think that's really neat. It's it's basically DRM. It's a safe way to protect what is and what is not yours, which in today's world, the, the way that's protected is you have to stick the disc in the console. 
So to me, this is getting you away from needing that disc after you have it installed, which I really like. Um, and then the other thing I heard, since this is tracking these keys and stuff, that when they sell the game, they give the game, the other person gets the key, and since these sales are tracked as used games, then the developer or whatever gets you know, gets a piece of the action, so they're not left out anymore. So this goes into the whole thing of, like, hey, developers don't like used games because they don't get any of the money. Well, guess what they're getting? They're getting some of the money now, so maybe it's not that big of a deal anymore. So that's the rumors and stuff I heard. I don't know if this is saying that those are inaccurate and incomplete or if this is for something else, but GameStop's stock dropped due to, you know, investor concerns or whatever. So that's the story I had. Cool, cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I, I I really thought that when I read that, I was like, no, that that right there, I, I was like, I, I don't think you can get any better than to get rid of, to keep used games. I think that's the best that you could probably get. I don't know how you could get any better. So. I don't know. Yeah, and, still, you know, is, one is thing. Is Rob still with us? I, Rob. I don't think he is. I see him in the call, but I don't hear him. Yeah. Okay. Mute. Nope. <laughs> mute, Rob. Mute. <laughs> uh, Skype's coming out really bad, and I'm losing uh, about 10 seconds out of every 30. Oh, that stinks. But, uh, well, can you guys hear me again? Real, real, real quick about that. <laughs> um, you know, one thing we were talking about the whole PC stuff earlier in the podcast. You know, one thing that console people complain about, the PC people, it's like PC people are so used to Steam and stuff like that, it's like selling back games or whatever just isn't a part of their vocabulary almost. True. Yeah, It's not an option for the most part. Right, it's not an option, but it's like they they don't, it doesn't seem to bother them. Uh, We've talked about that before. Of course their games sometimes are cheaper than ours too, so never mind. You can continue, Rob, while we can hear you and talk to you. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> we'll wait for him to catch up. I'm back. <laughs> I hear you guys. Okay. You're up. All right. All right. The next thing is uh, Microsoft's been talking about how cloud computing is going to be enhancing the new Xbox One experience. And how they're basically saying it's going to happen is that there will be you know, the 300,000 servers in the cloud that are going to be powering live, and those servers are going to be doing all sorts of stuff uh, to enhance your experience uh, so that your Xbox doesn't have to. So while your Xbox might be doing the, the things that are required for, like, low latency, some of the other camp computations are actually going to be done by the cloud. And, I mean, that's really an interesting way to, to do it. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, it, it, as far as I know, this is the first time that a company's ever done anything quite like this. I think it's cool. I mean, Microsoft's got Azure. What they say is a... that for every one Xbox <laughs> One uh, that's available in your living room, they'll have three devices in the cloud available to support it. So, I mean, now that's pretty sweet. We'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. 
Yeah, the cloud the cloud stuff is really is really cool. So Microsoft's doing a lot of stuff. I mean, you have Office 365 type stuff, which is like Office in the cloud. They have uh, Azure, which is stuff that I'm messing with at work, and pretty cool stuff. All righty. I think we're losing Rob again. I keep yeah. I keep hearing him drop, so uh, we'll keep moving on and hopefully can hear. <laughs> I can hear you now. <laughs> but um, Brian, you kind of reported some of this. Uh, my next one about uh, Polygon has reported the Xbox One will not require a fee to play used games. Instead, the console is going to perform regular online checks to verify disc authenticity and ownership. So this this kind of brings to light why the Xbox One has to check in once a day to you know for its daily. So you don't have to have your console connected every second of the moment. It's not an always online, but it it does need to check in once a day. And um, this this could be the exact reason why. Um, other things going on in this story that I'm looking at is. Sorry, and I'm being distracted by <laughs> Rob chatting to us, and, oh, yeah. and, and, and it, there's just too many technical things happening tonight. But um, and Skype is going to uh, power the voice chat on the new Xbox, which oh gee, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can say I'm not so excited about that, considering we're having all kinds of problems tonight. So. But maybe with 300,000 servers, maybe maybe most of those are going to be uh, Skype boxes just to try to support the voice calls. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I think we just need to wait and see on the used games and the stuff that Braun has talked about. Um, you know, there's not going to be a fee. You're going to have to pay, you know, you're going to buy that new game. It's probably going to be all coded in at GameStop or whatever, and then you take it home and... It's probably already going to be registered to you, you know. So we don't know how the system's going to work. Uh, one thing I wanted to say too on Braun, on your earlier discussion was that uh, some people complaining, well, Microsoft's now making money too off all the used game sales. <clears throat> I don't have a problem with that because Microsoft is designing the system, at least on the Xbox One, for these publishers and developers to get portion of used game sales. So it's going to be a system that they are obviously putting up. And, and taking in the cost of it, so they need they do deserve some cost to that because nothing's free, people. You you can't put all these servers up and and stuff and uh, just you know think that there's no cost to it. Yeah. What What do you? Uh, and we talked. We actually mentioned this before the show started. What do you? If that's true on how the used game stuff's going to work and publishers are going to get some money out of that. Sony's also going to have to do something similar because there's no way if I'm you know if I'm I'm just going to say EA for example if I'm EA and I develop a game and I hear this type of thing like I'm I don't want to say I want to say only you know do it for the Xbox or I'm going to be exclusive to the Xbox but it's like Every game I sell on Xbox, I have even if it gets resold, I'm gonna have a potential of making a little bit of that money. Where if I do it on the PS3, I'm only gonna get the first initial buy. And well, publishers are gonna be kind of like, "Hey, Sony, uh, why don't you do this too?" Like they're gonna have to get on them for doing something like that. If that's true, if that's how it's gonna work, I, I, I believe it's already there because EA said, and I called this what two weeks ago. 
right. about EA saying we're, we've listened to the community and we're dropping the online pass. I called BS on that and I said, there's a reason why they're going to get their money some other way. And that's because the new consoles are implementing this system. So there is no need for an online pass because you essentially have one with every game you buy. You're getting registered directly to you, to you. Right. And if you go and sell it, then it gets unregistered and someone has to pay. Uh, and maybe it'll be a used price. It, it, you know, even if it's 50 bucks, you're not paying 60, you're paying 50 for that new. You're basically paying for that key, which will register it to your gamer tag. And now you have the game and I can no longer play it on my Xbox. So, um, oh wow. I just, I just lost it out of my train of thought. <laughs> um, wow. Man, I hate, I'm getting old. I, I, wow. Okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> Woo! Completely lost what I was gonna say. Maybe I made my point. And I don't even realize it. Yeah. So. I I, I don't know. I oh I, you know so. Okay, so getting back to Sony. That's right. So. EA canceled the online pass. Right. Across the board. They didn't say we just canceled it on Xbox. Uh, yeah. So, and Sony has not announced the used games or how any of that works yet. They, no one seems to care how their system is, but I'm almost guaranteeing, you know, you've got the biggest guy that's pushed and complained about used games saying we're getting rid of our anti-used game policy, essentially, because of the community. We've listened to you. No. A week later, Microsoft says you, you, you're going to have – this is how it works. <laughs> There's no need yeah. for an online pass. Uh, and Sony hasn't said it. I bet you that they're going to hear at E3. We'll find out. The PlayStation 4 is going to adopt the same type of thing, and this is going to be the way it is going forward. Um, you know, it's just the way it's going to be, I think. Yeah, and, and the licensing for games to me sounds very much uh, – now, this is rumor because I don't know the facts on this, but – the whole licensing stuff about these games, you know, people were like, oh, if I put it on my game with my gamer tag on my Xbox One, nobody else is going to be able to play it. And I understand, without paying a fee. And I understand that as being true. But the way I understand it, the way I've read it or kind of seen something is the licensing is very similar to XBLA games. When you buy an Xbox Live Arcade game, you get two licenses. One is for the console, and one is for the gamer tag. So any gamer card that's on the Xbox can play that game without any issues. And you can play that game on any console as long as you're signed into Xbox Live without any issues. So, you know, where, yes, I can't hand my copy to to one of my boys and say, oh, here's NHL 15, go ahead and play it for a while. He's going to come back and say, I can't. And I'm going to be like, oh, that's right, because it's on, you know, my card or my console. Well, here, sign into my console and play it. I guess that's what you would have to do if that's the case or if that's the way it turns out. So that, that was one other thing I remember a lot of people kind of up in an uproar about. But honestly, until we know the true facts about it. But okay, hmm. all right. My turn. Your turn. turn. Okay, the controller. The two, the back. What would be the back and the start button? Uh, they're new. They are. It's something different. So 
the new buttons are named the menu and the view buttons. So the menu button, which is on the right button, right side, which is basically what the cert button is now, will bring up context-specific menus which game and app developers can design to enhance the user's experience. Uh, the menu button could be used in scenarios such as bringing up in-game menus, uh, show video playback options, and existing commands on the console's user interface. So basically, like start button. Um, the view button will change views or provide more information in game apps. The function could be uh, driven by developers as well. Um, could be like viewing a map uh, in a role-playing game, displaying leaderboards and first-person shooters, and enhancing navigations of the console's user interface. Pretty much what the back button does today. So in my mind, they're doing exactly the same thing, but they just have different icons on them. They're going to name them something different. So that's about it on those buttons. Okay. Hey, look who's back. back. Hi, Rob. Yay. <laughs> Good to be here. I missed you. Well, you're, you're up. All right. So with uh, Xbox One, uh, they're going to be doing some changing to the um, – I guess Xbox Live experience of sorts, where currently they have a couple of different sections in, in the gaming area. So you've got Xbox Live Arcade, you've got the indie games, um, and so forth. Well, with the new console, they're going to have just games. They're not going to basically, you know, divvy it out into its own little groupings of sorts. Of sorts. When you go and. Uh, uh, Phil Harrison, the Microsoft uh, corporate vice president, uh, he had a interview where he basically said in the past we had retail games which came on disc, we had XBLA, and we had indie games. They had their own discrete channels or discrete silos. With Xbox One and the new marketplace, they're games. We don't make a distinction between whether a game is a 50-hour RPG epic or whether it's a puzzle game or whether it's something that fits halfway in between the two. Okay. We, we don't uh, uh, give this... We don't give up the ability to put a spotlight on the products uh, that we think are going to be exciting to our user base. But in addition to that, what your friends are playing, what other people think is hot in your area, your country, your continent, will propagate to the most interesting and exciting games. And uh, the Xbox One Games tab will feature game recommendations and trends, and will have a catalog and also search features. The entire system is a blend of curated and popular games, um, uh, Harrison said, and Microsoft will maintain its current strategy with the indie devs, uh, meaning that indies won't be able to self-publish their games on Xbox One, uh, which is something that I was actually kind of surprised at. I, I really thought that they might change that, but I guess not. So uh, I guess that'll continue. And uh, that's it. Mark? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I, In a way, I feel like, well, that's kind of bad. They're, I think they're going to drive away the indie games, um, and I think PlayStation's going to make a huge impact there and, and gain all those guys. But then again, I look at it from the fact of, 
Well, I never played any of them hardly anyway, so <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I don't. I'm really not impacted, but I think it's. I'd like to see more of them come and and them to have a an easier way of getting on Xbox Live. But oh well, I guess there's nothing we can do about it. You know, I have really expected them to go and allow something along the lines of you know what we have with the mobile platforms. You know, right. The Apple Store and, and the Play Store, where you know people can make you know just about anything they want and just put it up there. And I thought they might do something along those lines, but uh, you know, at least for the near future, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. All right. Well, last thing I've got is the this is just in the Xbox One will be region locked. Uh, this means that all software must match the region of the console itself. Microsoft has confirmed that this, this, and it means that a U.S. Xbox won't be able to play games imported from Europe or Japan. Uh, this is similar move to the movie and music industry. Games must meet counter or country-specific regulatory guidelines before they're cleared for sale. Uh, Microsoft spokesperson said, "We will continue to work with our partners to follow these guidelines with Xbox One." The Xbox 360 isn't completely region locked. Uh, Microsoft currently allows studios to choose whether their games will work across regions. The PlayStation 3 is region-free, and all games except for Persona 4 Arena work on every console, regardless of spatial location. It's unclear if the PS4 will be similarly region-free. So, um, I guess that means that you know those that want to buy the Japanese games and play them for gamer score are going to have to buy another Xbox. Japanese Xbox like they currently have been doing. So I don't know. I don't. I think that's why can PlayStation get away with a region free, but the Xbox has to be region locked. I don't know. Seems kind of weird, but I just think we should be able to play a game no matter what. Yeah, right. exactly. Same here. Oh well. Yeah. Yep. What you gonna do? How much? So that's it. That's all our stories. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, it's probably good to we get this wrapped up because Rob's having Skype issues. I'm having browser issues now, um, shockwave problems here. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So it's probably oh, from my crash that you know Rob Rob rebooted me in mid program. I blame you, Rob. Your crash hosed up my cable modem. Whatever, whatever. Um, so, anyways, um, reach out uh, if you want to join the community. You can find us on Facebook. Just look for this Xbox Life. Uh, email us, contact us at and check our Twitter and send us a voicemail by using the app on our website. There are lots of people out there on the Facebook page, especially since this past week. So people are very opinionated about their thoughts on the Xbox One and the consoles in general. So check it out and sound off. So, Rob, you want to give us our releases for the week? And then oh, we yeah. can all go home. Oh, wait. We are home, aren't we? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So coming up for this week... We got a couple more titles in the last week. And, uh, so on May 28th, we've got Grind 2 releasing for Grind? Uh, Grid. Grid. Thank Grid you. 2. <laughs> See what your crash did? I can't read either. <laughs> crash okay, so. is mind. Yes, that's right. So Grid 2, um, it's a racing game from, uh, Codemasters. Then also, same day, we have Fuse coming out. It's a four-person co-op, uh, story-driven action game. All right. Then uh, also Spartacus Legends. 
Castle Storm and uh, Bandfuse Rock Legends. Jeez. Yay. Bandfuse. I thought we were done with these music games. <laughs> no, there's, there's still some of them. <laughs> you know, I wonder if, uh, you know, now that the big titles are kind of gone, if some company might want to try to sweep up what's left. Yeah, it's uh, pretty slow. Yeah. Well, I got a, at least for me and my choices of games, I don't have a whole lot scheduled mm-hmm. the rest of the year. So we'll see. I got Fuse. Fuse is on the way. I rented it. So they mailed that out to me. I should have that on Tuesday. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, what do you guys have left on your list for the year? Um, I'll I have try GTA. to pull it up. <laughs> like GTA 5, I know I might get that one. I'm definitely getting Splinter Cell. I got Remember Me coming out June 4th. Mm. Uh, the Last of Us on the PlayStation coming out oh, June yeah. 14th. Um, Ride to Hell Retribution. Um, Tom, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Um, yep. I'll probably rent the Bureau, the XCOM game. Uh, maybe Lost Planet 3. Since I got suckered into Lost Planet 2, I might play the third one, but I doubt it. I don't know. I got GTA 5 on my list, but I don't know. I never got through GTA 4, and I went to I went and bought the whole like Liberty City and you know the whole big Tony, all that big pack add-on, yeah. the game of the year, whatever. Popped uh-huh. it in, and I actually don't have my game save. So if I want to play Ooh. GTA 4, I got to start over again because I quit in the middle of that game. It's been so long since I've played it, I'd probably start over anyways. Yeah, I got it sitting here. I need to finish Red Dead, and I would like to play some GTA 4, but put it on the easiest possible level that I could. Maybe I can work through it, but... um, Got Batman Arkham Origins on here. Um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Let me delete that. Um, Call of Duty (laughs) Ghosts. Watch Dogs and Brun. You'll be happy to know I actually have Battlefield 4 on my list. Awesome. I'll, it's a rental, though. <laughs> yeah. All Duty Ghosts I'll be buying. I'll probably buy Watch Dogs, but the rest of the stuff... I might buy Blacklist, but the rest of it will be rental. Yeah, I may be doing, I may be doing Battlefield 4 on, on the PC. So, that's, that's going to be a tricky one, because it's coming out on the new consoles and stuff, and I, I probably won't be doing a new console this year. It'll probably be next year before I get a new console. Um but it depends on like what everybody I play with Battlefield, kind of depending on what they do. Yeah. So yeah. You may be in on 360. <laughs> uh, true. Because the game true. comes out in uh, October. Yes, I know. So. Yep. You know, I guess you really gotta. You know, like Esmond's gonna get it on both. He'll be on PC and probably 360 and probably the, the Xbox One. He might have to buy yeah. three copies this time. <laughs> well, the tricky part is, is with with. The, uh, you know, the graphics for Battlefield 3 obviously looked a lot better on the PC than they did with the 360. Comparable, you know. Um, but this one here, it's kind of like one of those jumps. Like, is the jump really noticeable between the 360 and the Xbox One to where I'll just go to the PC? That way I have a better view or... I think it'll depend. Are they, yeah. did they, did they build the game on the Xbox One and are porting it down to the 360? Or did they build it on the 360 and are they porting it up? Yeah, I don't know. If they're porting it up, nobody's gonna want it. Yeah, I, see, I, somebody, 
Yeah, somebody mentioned like, you know, will they will developers continue to develop for the 360? And I put on there, it's like, you want me to answer this? The answer is no, they're not. They're going to develop for the best, and they're going to port it down if it ports down easily, or else they'll just say it's available on Xbox One. But that's a, that is a tr- it's a tricky question because to me it's like well of course they will because the huge install base, but it really depends on how much more they're going to make out of it to put the time into it. So. Right. Because you I, look like Madden was made forever. I'll for bet you PS2. Battlefield Four was made on the 360, and they're going to port it up. Me too. That's why I'm thinking PC. That's yeah. why I mean that's why I'm thinking it. So. Maybe we'll find out at E3. Maybe EA will announce, you know, stuff like that. Maybe we'll get because I would think a lot of these guys are going to want to know that stuff. So even if we don't see they, that stuff, won't be announced in a press conference, obviously. But I think the IGNs of the world will actually. These guys will go out and ask those questions, and we'll find out yep. whether we get the answer or not. You know, <laughs> the truth yeah. is a whole other thing. But so E3 will be All fun. Right. All right, Rob, you still with yeah. us? You hanging in there? I'm still here. Yeah, you still got games to talk about. <laughs> got any last uh, last comments about anything? Nope. How about you? I'm ready. I'm ready to go home. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ron. You got any last words? Uh, thanks for having me. As always. Yeah. Always a pleasure, Mr. Brown. I'll be back after uh, E3. Alrighty. Sit down with you guys again. We'll have the M&Ms ready. Yes. No more W's. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we thank everybody for listening, supporting us. Hope you guys enjoyed our community show last week. And uh, join our group out there, even if you don't like the Xbox One. I will temper my comments. <laughs> so, uh, But it's good to see people going back and forth. So hope to see you guys out there, and we'll see you online. I am Wingman709, taking off. I am Brun, BJSwick33. Good night. And Rob Prezar is also here, but obviously Skype is, you know, throwing him. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I think, I don't know what happened. Rob oh, yeah. says good night. Yes. <laughs> Later, everybody. See ya.